Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the only podcast that matters and the only pod you'll ever need with your host Quincy, aka Q2K. And today is a beautiful Monday, and you know what that means. Welcome to the Sportscast. On today's podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we have a really good one today. We're talking from anything and everything sports related. From the Bills being contenders to the Super Bowl, are the Bengals frauds? Is it going to be the Eagles' year? Dolphins creeping up. Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. What a little bit of Mike Tyson drama sprinkled in. NBA lowering the age to 18 years old now to enter the draft, which means seniors, it's your time to shine. And Amani Bates arrested for gun charges. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot to talk about, and you already know the deal. Stay tuned. This podcast, as you know, was brought to you by me, Q2K, upcoming artist. I got music on SoundCloud and an upcoming album coming out soon. Stay on the lookout for that. The Q2K on all social media platforms. And let's get right back to the show. All right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. It is Monday, like I said. It is the sports cast, and on the sports cast, we talk everything sports related. So we're going to get right into it. I hope you're having a great day. I hope your mind is in a great spot because we're going to talk. If your team gets thrashed and talked about, I'm sorry, but it has to be said. So, without further ado, let's get to the first topic at hand. The Bills, ladies and gentlemen. Today is Monday, which means the Bills just played today. And man, oh man, does Josh Allen look like he's the best QB in football, let me tell you. Josh Allen was putting on a performance, a show. I believe they beat him 41-7. That was the last time I checked the score. So, if they ran it up some more... Wrap it up. Give, give them a trophy now because the Bills are looking unstoppable. The defense? Jesus Christ. So, hey, they're the team to beat right now. They're the team to beat. I feel like, like I said in the last sports cast, I believe the NFL is in a really great spot right now. It's up for grabs on who's going to win this championship. Who's going to win this ship, man? It's astonishing to me how many good teams there are now. Because like I said, the Bills are looking nice, but also the Eagles played Monday and they played the Vikings. And Jesus, was that a murder over there too? Last time I checked, the score is 24 to 7. And this game is still going on at the time of recording. And that's what it is right now, 24 to 7. Justin Jefferson ain't doing that. I ain't see him gritty yet. I see no gritty. Okay. Want me to tell you the only person who's been grittying? Someone on the Eagles. Mr. Jalen Hurts, he's been grittying, let me tell you. So, like I said, man, the NFL's in a great spot. Eagles are looking great. Is it the Eagles' year? I don't know. Is it the Bills' year? I don't know. But I'll tell you whose year is not looking like the Bengals. What is going on over there? And the wise words of Stephen A. Smith, shout out to you. What the hell is going on here? The Bengals don't look good, people. The Bengals don't look good. Mr. Joe Brr, Joe Shiesty, 
That's what we were calling him when he was in the bowl, right? It's looking like he never even played professional football. What's going on, Mr. Joe Burrow? What's going on? The whole Bengals team is looking like like rookies. You guys don't look like you've ever been there. Like, what's going on? What's going on, man? So, hey, I, I don't know. The Bengals are a great team still. They added a couple pieces here and there, you know. But it just seems like they're not really meshing well together, you know. I thought they upgraded the line. That line can't help them. At this point, it's listen, it's not looking good. But it's just been two games. It's just been two games. So let me relax. Let me relax, okay. What else happened? The Dolphins played yesterday on Sunday. That was the that's game of the year right now for me. The Ravens were up big, thirty eight to fourteen tight, and the Dolphins won that game forty two to thirty eight. Tua, I'm not even gonna pronounce that last name. Almost as hard as Antetokounmpo, you know. Talagalanuva. I'm so sorry, Tua, but Tua threw six touchdowns. I'm not sorry for that. He went in. Tyreek Hill had three of them, two of them. Jalen Waddle had like two of them. Jesus. It's the Dolphins' time to hit the playoffs. Trust me. Mark my words. Mark that on your calendar. I said it first. If someone wants to look at you and say, nah, they ain't going to make it, play this podcast back. I'm quoting it now. This is a quote tweet right here. This is a banger. Dolphins are making the playoffs. They're going to win the first game and then lose. I'm calling it now. They're not that good. But they're good. Really good. But they're not that good. If you catch my thrift. Okay. So, I just realized I said thrift. I meant drift. Same thing. Same premise. Really not. But same thing. So, Dolphins look great. And I'll let you know, in fantasy, if you had Tyreek, Jalen Waddle, and Tua, you had about 120 points right there. Just with them three combined. So whoever had them three, two, or just one, you cooked. You cooked. It's it's ridiculous, man. And I believe the other news happened in football had to be the Mike Evans drama with Marshawn Lattimore, the Bucks versus the Saints. Tom Brady was talking crazy. I or believe Marshawn Lattimore was talking crazy first. Tom retaliate. What you saying? I feel like the older you get, the angrier you get, the the quicker your responses are. Because Tom never really talks. You know, he just, oh, okay, watch what I'm about to do, Tutty. Let me run on you. You know, nah, he looks straight at him. Who are you? I'm about to throw a touchdown on you. And Tom really meant that. Because when I saw what happened, the score was 3-3. I turn off the game 10 minutes later. I kid you not, the score was 20-3. to I don't know what Tom did, but you upset him. And he, he showed you who he is so like i said in the beginning is the bills gonna make the bowl i don't know the Bengals look rough the rams i mean and eh, we gotta see still they had a good game but and eh. let me tell you man this this is the best football season i've seen in a long time man and as y'all know i'm a broncos fan we barely beat the texans i'm not happy but we won so and eh. so that's where I'm going to end it on the football side because that just, I just got upset thinking about them pum 
bum ass Broncos. Like we barely won that game. Anyway, let's get into the other news. So Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva in a boxing match. How do we feel about it, guys? Do we feel like this is a good one? Do we feel like, oh, he's handpicking again? Do we feel like this isn't fair? How do we feel? Me personally, I'm a big UFC supporter. I watch boxing. I dabble in it, but I wouldn't be able to tell you all the facts or stances or moves or people who box faster or in depth, as I could tell you when it comes to the UFC side, because boxing and UFC are two totally different sports, but the same sport, both hand to hand combat, but you'll see like elevates it to a real fight. Like you could fight. Whereas in boxing, it's just hands. So both of them have the pros and cons. Some are better than the other in certain aspects. Whereas you know, they're both the same at the end of the day. You're both trying to knock each other out. So, how do I feel about it? I feel like Jake Paul is always going to handpick his opponents. Let's be real. Jake, uh, if you're listening on some off chance, it's not a diss to you. But I feel like we all want to see a real fighter challenge you when you accept. Now, I see what you're doing. It's smart marketing. Let's be real, guys. He's handpicking these opponents that are well-known but really can't fight as good in the boxing ring or just can't fight at all get his name up get his wins up so people will look at him and really be like oh he's a really good boxer but he's really making a lot of money from this too at the same time he knows what he's doing this smart marketing smart marketing this business one-on-one all right i got the inside scoop okay now anderson silva if you do not know him he was a top dog in the ufc Keyword was, I don't, once a good good fighter, you're always a good fighter in my opinion, but when he was in his prime in his reign, he was taking out everybody, he was having good fights with John Jones and Chuck Liddell, all these people, he's having great fights with them, but now I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, you're a little bit older, I don't think you fought in a while, now you're going to a boxing ring. Now, for anybody who boxes or UFC or even if you play basketball, football, all that, changing sports or going to different sports is totally different. It's the same thing we saw with Conor when he fought Floyd. Everybody was like, Conor should be great, but you could see he was uncomfortable still. I can't kick. I can't really grapple the way I want to grapple, no submissions, all that. So you have to change your whole fight style. or vice versa so everybody says the first thing first that i'm always hearing is jake paul should go into the octagon check shot jake paul needs to go into octagon to fight one of these ufc fighters he would get his head kicked off he's not gonna do that let's let's be logical now the ufc people seeing him in a boxing ring makes sense on paper but at the same time it doesn't because with ufc your hands are open it's not boxing gloves. So with your hands being open, you can parry a little bit easier. You're able to just feel a little bit more free. Whereas in boxing, it's like my hands is up, your hands is up, let's fight. So that's like the difference there. So I feel like if Anderson Silver takes this seriously, 
he can win this fight because all UFC fighters at least know some type of boxing. At least some. Even when it comes to jiu-jitsu, kung fu, karate, Brazilian taijutsu, whatever it is, you know, Naruto stuff, whatever it is, they at least know how to throw hands at the end of the day. Let's just abbreviate it. They're throwing hands. Okay? Anderson Silva can win this fight dead ass, plain, simple, like, let's be real. But if Jake Paul wins, how are we going to feel about that? Are we going to say this is rigged? Are we going to say Anderson Silva didn't try? What's the excuse for this one? Because I feel like at this one, I have to really watch it because some of these fights you can say, no, nah, that's rigged. I don't know about that. But this is Anderson Silva. Even if he hasn't fought in a long time in a while, it shouldn't be like this. Like, he should be able to at least give him some some problems. You know, I believe he's got the reach advantage. So what's going on? But I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to give the win to Silva. But at this point, Jake Paul may be undefeated. Let's just call a spade a spade here. He might be undefeated. Now, the one person that did not and does not want to fight Jake Paul is Mike Tyson. It's always going to reoccur in the news anytime Jake Paul picks an opponent or something. Everybody's going to bring him up. Fight Tyson. Fight Tyson. I remember when Tyson said he wanted to fight you. Fight him. Fight him. Tyson will kill this man. Like, obliterate. Like, it will be bad for the for the sport of boxing. Like, people would not want to watch boxing no more if he was to fight Jake Paul. He would kill him. Okay? I believe Mike Tyson watched like 30 seconds of Jake Paul sparring and was like, yeah, I'm done. Like, this is, come on now. I will hurt this man. He's a little boy. I will hurt this man. How 6 9 say? He's a little boy. Kiss him on his forehead. Little boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mike Tyson will hurt this man really, really bad. And I feel like if we were to watch it, we would be charged with, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Being a complice of watching this murder live. Like, and people betting on it too, you're really gonna get twenty five to life for what Mike Tyson's gonna do to him. No, we we don't wanna see that. We don't need to see that. That's not good for the sport of boxing. Matter of fact, speaking of boxing, let me tell y'all real boxing. Canelo and Triple Three Triple Three Triple G. There you go. They fought. I believe it was their trilogy or rematch, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it was the trilogy. I may be wrong though. But Canelo, I believe, took the W. Hey, Canelo's nice, man. Canelo's nice. Canelo's one of those. He's real defensive, but he's sneaky because he can, you know, dodge, dodge, block, block, boom, real quick before you even notice. Canelo's nice, but Triple G's not no slouch either. So that was a good fight. I didn't really catch all of it. I know it was by decision, if I'm not mistaken, Canelo won it. But y'all can fact check me. Check that for me. But Canelo, man, he's nice. He's been nice. Javante Davis still doing his thing, the tank. I'm telling y'all, boxing is looking good now, but I feel like fights like these and those celebrity fights is kind of corny unless you get these real boxers or not even real boxers. If you get a good celebrity that a lot of people know and a lot of people know, oh, he has a lot of beef with him, put them in the ring, it's not really going to do well because you're just putting random celebrities against each other. It's like, I don't really care to see that. Give me somebody who's like, no, I hate him. I want to box him. And everybody else sees it and they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to see that too. 
you do that, that's going to garner a lot of views. That's going to look interesting. It's going to feel interesting instead of just getting, you know, Drake versus Rick Ross. What does that have to do with anything? I don't want to watch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So give me like some good celebrities if you're going to do the celebrity boxing. Because I know Adrian Peterson and I, I, I forgot the other running back that he fought, I believe. I want to say Adrian Peterson fought, but that was trash. I didn't really care for it. So if you're going to do those celebrity boxing matches, get the good boxers or at least celebrities who try to box. Give us something, man. Give us something. So... That's how I feel about the Jake Paul situation and boxing as a whole. How it's going. It's looking good, but just give us better little celebrity games, if you might. <laughs> so, that's how that is. Now, I also know in the news, NBA is starting up soon. We got one month, people. One month. Starts in October. The news that's been happening in the NBA has been pretty quiet. Lakers acquired Dennis Schroeder again, which is funny because Dennis Schroeder turned down $88 million, I believe, on his extension the first year he was there. Turned it down, got traded, to come back to the Lakers for like two mil. What are you doing? You leave. And, and when he left, y'all, he didn't even get signed for that much either. So he took another hit just to get signed back by them. For even a bigger hit from what your initial value was. You should have took that 88 mil and just re-signed. Because you're back here again. <laughs> so, most obviously, or most likely, Lakers are going to be moving on from Russell. Unfortunately. It had to happen. At the same time, it didn't. It had to because looking at it from a GM side of things or a coach side of things, you're like, wow, this is a all-star caliber player he has a really really bad year one of his lowest in years do i want to take another chance on that that's when you have to play your cards right that's when you're playing chess so looking at it yeah i see why they're getting the backup point guards and the new guards because they want to fill in that spot but i feel like what the lakers are doing if i'm correct they're going to get all these assets, all these pieces, trade Westbrook, use those assets and pieces to trade for Buddy Hill, Miles Turner, or a Kyrie Irving package, which most likely Kyrie Irving is staying. Lakers going to try to pursue him next year, which most likely that will end up working out. So I feel like they're going to use all these pieces to try to get Buddy Hill and Miles Turner, which is smart because as other coaches, you're looking at Russell Westbrook and you're like, wow, he really did have a really, really down here do i want him other teams will still say yes because i know i can make it work he's still an all-star caliber player so that's how they're looking at it so i wonder how they're gonna play him now as for the nba though they're also implementing a new rule that's been in discussions for the longest it's been a rule but they're just reinstating it again the league is now officially letting 18 year olds come back into the league Ladies and gentlemen, this is great news. Great news. The reason this is great news is because this now allows high school seniors who've been working their ass off, needing the recognition to finally be able to say, 
I think I just want to go to the league or I think I'm going to go to college first because now it gives you an option. Before, it really wasn't an option. If you wanted to go to the league, you had to go to college or go undrafted, but you couldn't just commit right after high school. So now with this option, I feel like it's going to give us a lot more players that we wish we would have seen not go to college, if that makes sense. For example, what happens if Zion never went to Duke and got injured? Would he be playing right now? Would he? Would we have to worry about him being overweight and him not being able to play because the weight restrictions and things like that? What would happen? Yada, yada, yada. So this does open a lot of possibilities for a lot of people. And I know the biggest one that people kept complaining about, man, Oh, they just did this for Bronny, Bronny, LeBron James' son, so they could get them to play together. What people are not understanding, LeBron just signed an extension, two years. So, he can't really leave. You know what I'm saying? So, even if Bronny does get drafted by, let's say, the Magic, the Pistons, or whatever, they can't get LeBron right away. Let's be real, people. So... I feel like Bronny might end up going to college because he did tease it a little bit, saying he was going to go somewhere in Ohio, I believe, or something like that. So I believe he's going to do some college ball first for a little bit just to polish his game because Bronny's not bad. Let's be real, y'all. He's really not. He's a very, very fundamental team first player. That's why people look at him and value him so low because you'll look at people like uh, Trey Parker, Mikey Williams, people from OTE and all these people getting these highlight films and all that. Oh, my gosh, he's crossing them, dunking on the posters, put black blocks, all that. You look at that and you're already ranking them over fundamental true point guards or things like that. Because if you look at it in the NBA type standards, you'll look at someone like Chris Paul. Right. And then you'll look at somebody like. Let's say Trey Young. You can't go wrong with either pick. You won't go wrong. But people will laugh at you for picking Chris Paul. Why'd you pick Chris Paul? What the? you stupid. I don't need Trey Young. Let's just say Chris Paul was just a little bit younger. Or let's say he was in his prime. Still can't really go wrong with either answer. Trey Young's nice. Chris Paul in his prime was amazing. But it's like he's not as flashy as the rest. He can be, but he's not as flashy as the rest. So it's going to diminish his overall value to some people. But it's like, as a coach, as an exec and all that, they see what he brings to the table. So, for example, if Trey Young gets drafted fifth, but Chris Paul gets drafted one, people go, up, oh, well, what? Why you ain't picking blah, blah, blah? But see what, what Chris Paul turns into? You see what I'm saying? So, I feel like people aren't really looking at the overall player. They're just looking at the highlights. And I feel like with this new rule, it's really going to show us who's mature enough already for the league. That's the problem. You could come out of the out of school, high school right away, be a killer. But do you know how to play in this team setting? Do you know how to play with these older people? Do you know how to really handle the rock, play defense? Do you know how to set up the offense, set up the defense? Do you know how to stay in your man, play the zone, run the plays? Like, this is really going to show us who wants it more. And I feel like with this being now a rule, 
I'm telling you, we're going to see a lot more talent open up now because it prevents the injuries from going to college, getting injured. And now it's like, wow, because one person, for example, I could give you a big example is MPJ, Michael Porter Jr. on the uh, Nuggets. He got injured in college, but in high school, he was the number one player in the country, in the world types. And he's cooking, 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 goes to the league or he wanted to go to the league, but had to go to college, right? So he goes to college. He's hooping. Boom, back injury. Now the execs and coaches all see this, and they're like, yeah, I'm not taking a chance on him. That's a big risk. But it's like if he would have just came out of high school, maybe that would have never happened. So it does limit all that, and I feel like this is going to be a great, great step for the league, great direction. We're going to see a lot of talent, and – Man, oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait. Now, speaking of the league and college, we have an NBA player or NBA player, college player, I should say, future NBA player, because I feel like he will make it. Imani Bates. Now, after this situation, I don't know what's going to happen. Imani Bates, which everybody was calling, aka KD, the baby KD, baby Slim Reaper, whatever. Imani Bates gets charged for gun charges, and he is arrested, actually, for it. Now, how the story goes was he took his friend's car, and it was his friend's gun. He was unaware of the gun in the car. So, unlicensed concealed firearm, that's what he's charged for. Now, number one, do I believe the story? I need to look more into it, but... Right away, when it comes to situations like this, and this is no offense to him at all. I'm not accusing him of nothing at all because I don't know the situation fully. I don't know the full story. But when I think of things like that, right, you know, when someone says, man, I didn't know it was in the car. I didn't know. It's your friend's car, though, dude. You know, I didn't know it was in the house. It's your friend's house, though. Like, you would think you know your friend. So, I'm guessing, just taking a thought here, you probably knew it had to be in there. Now, some people honestly don't know because think about it. I could have just put it in the night before. You, I'm like, yeah, you can take it in the morning. You're not really checking to see if anything's in there. So, I don't know. I got to read more into the story and everything. But, with that being said, that is a crazy charge already to get. I believe he was only 18, 19, I believe, already. And you're transitioning to go to the league. So I know this is a big, big, big stop. This is a big roadblock for him. I want to tell him and tell you right now, Imani Bates, and anybody else listening, if you have a dream in your life or a goal, something that you're trying to reach, do not get caught up in anything that can hinder those dreams. If you do get caught up in a situation like this, you fight and try your hardest to try to keep pushing and try to get this away. So for him right now, Monty Bates, what I'm saying to you is you fight your case. You try to make sure you're you show him, hey, I'm innocent. This was not me. This is not who I am. I didn't know it was in there. Proof, whatever you need to do, because I know how it feels for a lot of people. For them to almost make it to the league. But something happens. And they can't make it. So. I know that probably seems like. How you know. You're not even in the league. I'm 
I was never going to make it to the league. Um, <laughs> but I know how it feels though when you're chasing that dream. And it's like, damn, here's a roadblock. How am I going to get past this? And this is a huge roadblock. You know what I mean? So, I feel like this was just one of those crazy accidents where it's like, dude, now I'm fucked. I, what do I do? Just relax. You're going to figure it out. And you're going to be all right. But for that to happen, you just, like I tell everybody, man, pay attention to who your friend is. Try to know your friend. This is someone you say, yeah, that's my boy. This is like family. This is my boy. This is my bro. You need to know him because situations like this can happen to anybody. And you get pulled over at the wrong time. Hey, what's that in the glove compartment? I didn't even know that was here. Nope, let's go. They don't want to hear you try to make an excuse because they see it. You're in the car. There's a gun in there. Obviously, they're going to think it's you. No matter what you say, they're going to think it's you. So, it happens. Now, like I said, man, sports have been looking really good lately. It's been looking good. We had a couple crazy things happening with the little hiccups and things like that. Oh, I almost forgot. Almost forgot. For everybody who is a Dallas Cowboys fan, you may celebrate your win right now, but but please, and this is a big but, don't get too happy, please. I'm I'm like Stephen A. Smith's younger brother. We don't like the Cowboys, okay? The Cowgirls. I feel like nobody likes it. I feel like the Cowboys is America's team and America's most hated team at the same time. How does that work? Okay, because nobody likes them. But we tolerate you because we like picking on you. That's why I had to pick on you for this last segment, okay? Y'all won with your little Cooper Rush, whatever. But that ain't coming back, all right? He's done. He's been demoted to the second string, all right? Cooper Rush took his job, and guess what Cooper Rush is going to do? He's going to rush all his plays, and he's going to think he has Cooper Cup on his team, all right? That's why they call him Cooper Crush. Cooper Crush, Cooper Rush. Same difference, same damn thing. All right. Cowboys is trash, is ass, pitiful. All right, I'm sorry about that little rant, a little tangent. It just popped in my mind for the last uh, couple seconds. I am so sorry for every Cowboys fan who, who just heard that. I am very sorry. <laughs> okay, no, for real, man. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I appreciate you listening to this podcast today. This was the sports cast. Nothing too, too big in the news. Like I said, football games really is what we're going to be covering a lot in these upcoming weeks until the Super Bowl. So every Monday, just be prepared that I'm going to cover the news for you, man. Um, I'll start trying to get... Most of the scores for everybody. So if you did miss the games, I could give you scores and a couple highlights. Not a lot. If that's the case, this will be a two-hour podcast of just telling you each game's highlights. and podcast, especially, especially if the scores and the highlights are ridiculous. So I'll try to at least break down the scores and a couple highlight plays that happened in the big games. But other than that, man, like I said... Be prepared for a lot of uh, football news. Basketball next month is going to really start kicking off, too. So I'm going to have to double header with that. Once that starts, man, I'm going to have to bring out those games. That's why I try to do the sports on Monday because the game starts on Monday. I got a whole week to tell you about all the games that happen. So come here for all your sports 
news, ladies and gentlemen. On Mondays, I will be here for you. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you coming to this podcast today. We love you. Keep your head up. Mental health is very important. Smile. Have a great rest of your day. Whatever you do in your day, make it a good one. And remember, this is different.